Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Vince Wright, host of the Sports Done Right podcast. And let me tell you something. When it comes to frozen pizza, there is only one pizza that stands out above the rest, and that is 7th Avenue Pizza, proud sponsor of the Sports Done Right podcast. Make sure you go get you some at Speedway, Holiday Stations, Lunds and Byerly's, Hy-Vee, amongst other places as well. We thank them for supporting the show. 7th Avenue Pizza. I am Vince Wright, and I approve this message. Hey, what's up, everybody? Vince Wright, the sports governor and host of the Sports Done Right podcast, and I'm here to tell you about Cultivated CBD. The best CBD products on the market come from Cultivated CBD. So whether you want a roll-on, a smokable option, maybe you want some of the gummies to help you with your anxiety or pain relief, Go to CultivatedCBD.com, the best CBD company out there, and tell them Vince Wright, the sports governor, sent you. This is Bobby Boucher from the 50 Shades of Boucher podcast, and you're listening to Sports Done Right. Oh, yeah. Get your snow cats ready and get over here. Right now? You're darn tootin'. Don't you know it's time for the governor's weekly address? Live from the Situation Room of his lakefront chateau, he's bringing a little color to the voice of Minnesota sports talk and worldwide. His mama calls him Vince, but you can call him Governor. And by way of executive order, he's serving real sports fans a dose of sports done right. Are you ready? You like that? You like that? Line to left center field, Byron to his right, running, diving, and makes a spectacular catch! Lost one out near side, May there, intercepted! Gophers have picked it off! It's Winfield down the sideline to the 31! His second INT of the day! Slot for a shot, he scores! Zuccarello and Kaprizov work their magic again! All right, what's up, everybody? Vince Wright, the sports governor. Sports Done Right is back, and we are glad you are with us. Thank you for listening to the show. I am the host, Vince Wright, the sports governor of Minnesota, as I am often referred to. And thank you so much for tuning in to another Sports Done Right on the Pigskin Podcast Network. That's right. And also, our fine sponsors, Cultivated CBD and 7th Avenue Pizza get you some of both of those products. All right, man, let's get into it here because we're kind of in that, well, we're in that part of the year where we got some things going on. NBA Finals, we're going to touch on that. Boston Golden State. Um... We're going to talk about the future of the Timberwolves now that they have expectations. 
Twins still in first, but, you know, as Patrick Royce likes to say, there could be a a June swoon coming, and uh, Twins fans are definitely used to that. Uh, A couple other things we'll get into real quickly as well, but um, one thing I want to lead off the show with is boxing. And this Saturday, June 4th, at the Armory, we have... A Showtime boxing card going off here. And, of course, my computer has frozen up on me. Bear with me one moment. All right. Come on, computer. Come on. All right. So we have our main man fighting this Saturday. And that is David Morrell, Jr., as <clears throat> excuse me, he is um, well. Let's just say rising the ranks of the super middleweight division. And I'm going to tell you something, and you guys have heard me say this here before. He is a sensational fighter. He, well, what I like about David Morrell Jr. is tenacity. He sees you, he gets you hurt, he takes you out. It's that simple. There, you know, there is no um well, there's no real, let me say this. David Morrell is just a, he's a beast. And if you want to come out and see him fight Henderson this Saturday, first off, hit me up in my DMs on Twitter. I got a couple of tickets left to um, give away there so make sure you hit me up there but man I'm going to tell you something here if you've not been down to the armory for anything whether it's boxing whether it's concerts please come down and check it out and support the hometown kid by way of Cuba again um, you know the super middleweight division loaded with all kinds of people uh, Canelo Alvarez amongst others and Morrell Listen, he's, I believe, what is he, 6-0 and now? And you go, my God, Sports Gov, 6-0. and I mean, this guy's just starting. But the thing is, David has had about 140 amateur fights. So that's where his depth and experience really comes from. And he's just really stepping up to the plate on the, on the pro side here. So thanks to our friends at Lear Communication, Rob Lear, the fine folks at Showtime Boxing, and the fine folks over at the Armory. Uh, we have uh, complimentary tickets, which we have been giving out here through social media. Most of those have already been scooped up. So again, probably going to be another great fight, another great card. Um, you know, he's technically co-headlining. Um, I'm going to tell you something here. Come on down. Check out some live boxing. You will, I'm telling you guys, you're going to be very surprised at what you see, the atmosphere and everything else. So again, David Morrell Jr. fighting this Saturday, June 4th at the Minneapolis Armory. That is a Showtime boxing card. Come on down. Um, many other big fights on the, on that card as well. We have all kinds of stuff set up. And hey, maybe you'll see me and have a brewski or something with me. Come on down and check us out. 
All right, so again, David Morrell Jr., he's fighting on Showtime Championship Boxing this Saturday, um, 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Card starts, and it's going to be a very entertaining card. Uh, last week, Javante Davis defended his champ, or um, I shouldn't, well, somewhat of a championship, but anyway, great fight on the pay-per-view last week for Javante Davis. I'm telling you, man, live boxing at the Armory, nothing better. So come on down and check us out. All right, folks, let's keep the show going here. Again, this is the Sports Done Right podcast. I am Vince Wright, the sports governor. And let's talk a little bit about the NBA and the NBA Finals, the Timberwolves and whatnot. So first, let's start with our Minnesota Timberwolves. Where do they go from here? You know, team has expectations all of a sudden right the team has um some decisions that need to be made d'angelo russell the main one do you bring him back now you're gonna be looking at giving carl anthony towns 211 million dollars people 211 mil but what's the you know what's the option you can blow it up. You can start over at, at that position. And I know some Minnesota Timberwolves fans would not necessarily be hurt <laughs> with that. But, you know, let's lower our role. And trust me, I, I feel you. The sports governor feels you. I Listen, I get sick and tired of seeing the seven-foot-one guy on the floor crying and whining for, for calls and you know, bitching at the referees for, for calls they didn't give him and all this stuff. And, you know, I have been the first to get on Carl Anthony Towns for the baby act, let's call it, right? $211 is a lot of money. Timberwolves will give him that max extension. I think the Timberwolves ultimately may be passing on D'Angelo Russell. And, you know, I've heard other local sports people, you know, I was listening to the uh, Star Tribune, the local newspaper, their sports podcast yesterday. And and uh, Patrick Royce, you know, he brought up a good point. The, the Timberwolves got to get somebody in here who can rebound. If you're going to have your, your, your center, so to speak, out there shooting three-pointers and playing out above the foul line, you're going to need somebody in there to bang and get those rebounds. Um, you can bring in another guard. You can bring in, you know, probably another four. I mean, I don't know. I mean, you know, the Timberwolves roster probably isn't going to look a whole lot different than what it is now. But I think, you know, like like we said, D'Angelo Russell is probably going to be gone. Who, do, who are you going to bring in? Who's going to be available? We'll find out here after the season winds down and things shake out. But there is a very interesting story. And again, I am um, just bear with me. I'm trying to see who wrote this. Okay, Gabe Schneider wrote this story. And this is in CBS Sports. And it's a story called Analyzing Futures. Where do the wolves stack up in the West? And what Mr. Uh, what Gabe did here is he broke down the West into different tiers of teams, kind of where they're at. So Tier 5, yeah, Sacramento, San Antonio, Portland, Oklahoma City, and Houston. Um, you know, all those teams kind of on the way down or have been kind of down for a minute. 
Tier 4, Utah Jazz, the Los Angeles Lakers. And this is interesting. So let me just read a little bit from his story here in the Sports Done Right podcast. Again, this is on CBSSports.com. Tier 4, Utah Jazz, Lakers. Here's where things get interesting. So he says about Utah, seems seems to be on the decline with Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert, Beef Brewing, and their lack of perimeter defense showing in the playoffs. Their young talent is minimal. Totally agree with that. And they also don't have the first-round pick this year in tw- or in 2024. They're certainly still a good team, but it seems like they have nowhere to go but down unless they make some drastic changes. Um, speaking on the Lakers situation, their cap situation and slash roster structure is a thing of nightmares. Uh, Talon Horton Tucker is their young talent and is coming off a disappointing season that casts doubt on his long-term potential impact in Los Angeles. Because of LeBron James's recruiting ability and the incredible talent between him and Anthony Davis when fully healthy, I may eat my words on this. However, it's going to be a tall order to right the ship for the Lakers, and doing so with a first-year head coach may make the order even taller. That That is so true. So, Tier 3 is where he puts Minnesota. So he has Minnesota grouped in with the New Orleans Pelicans, the Nuggets, and the Mavericks. Okay. Decent company, right? All right. So let's just read what he says about the Timberwolves here. Okay. For real this time, this is where things get interesting. (laughs) Okay. So he's going through the other teams. Blah, 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 blah. Okay. Here's the Wolves. This is the tier the Wolves fall into. Towns, Edward, McDaniels, and Finch are truly the core of a promising next three to five years. Edwards and McDaniels being just 21 and 20 years old respectively creates an entirely possible world in which that three to five year stretches to about four to seven. With nearly 600 million coming off the books one year from now, the Wolves have incredible flexibility to add to their core. The D'Angelo Russell situation is one to monitor, but the outcome isn't likely to crater or boom the Wolves' future one way or the other. So, He's saying, look, D'Angelo, if he's gone, we may miss him, we may not, but hey, it is what it is. About that $600 million, you're going to have all kinds of money for the Timberwolves to lure people here. The problem is, does your reputation precede you? Maybe. It's going to be real hard, or let me, let me say this. It's going to be very interesting now to see if the Wolves can get people to come to Minnesota. And we talk about it, we joke about it, you know, Minnesota in the wintertime and all this stuff and so on and so forth. Um, you know, the state and the city hasn't had the best national angle for the past couple of years, stemming from the George Floyd murder to other police shootings and other civil things going on. Can the Timberwolves get people to come here and want to be here in the winter to play basketball. I think the new owners, uh, Mark Laurie, Alex Rodriguez, definitely will help with that. Um, Alex Rodriguez, you know, A-Rod, it goes without saying. He knows everybody. His cloud alone should be able to get people in the door to listen, and then they can do the sell. And hopefully they can start getting people in here and we can get back to some Timberwolves basketball making deep runs in the playoffs. Again, coulda, shoulda, woulda in the Memphis series. They really should have won that series. They should have been up. Honestly, you can make a point. They should have been up three games to one, but you got to do it on the court. They didn't. But hey, 
the future is bright for the Minnesota Timberwolves. Uh, our owner, Glenn Taylor, the, still the majority owner, he seems to be on his way out. And once he turns it over to Helms fully to Lori and Rodriguez, um, we are off and running. And we will see what happens there. All right, so another thing, and bear with me here. With the uh, local basketball team. Is that. Oh one thing too. I'm sorry. I totally forgot to do this. There's an article in the paper today. Star Tribune. uh, Talking about a possible new arena. That our new Timberwolves owners may want as well. Eh. Boy, that's that's really going to be a hard sell because you just remodeled Target Center in downtown Minneapolis. I get it. You have a splashier, not a horribly splashier, but a splashier arena over in St. Paul where the Minnesota Wild play. Um, you know, they want some different sweet options. I'm sure, you know, that's always ever-changing in the world of sports. And now Tim Connolly you have brought on as well. So now you have a new basketball president. Um, or president of basketball operations, whatever you want to call it. He comes in from Denver, a very popular guy, very well respected around the NBA. Uh, was given $40 million here, a very small equity stake in the team. So good luck to him. But the Timberwolves situation is is bright, and I'm, I'm, you know, from where I was a year ago talking on Sports Done right here about the Timberwolves to where we're talking about them today, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good future. And like I said, they now have, um, you know, expectations. So let's see what happens there uh, with our Minnesota Timberwolves. Okay. Going to take a very quick break here. When we come back, more NBA talk. We got the finals. And another fun story, CBS Sports was kind of my go-to this week. I I jump around from all these different sites. You know, I was having a chat with a friend of mine. And he was a huge Steph Curry guy. Huge Steph Curry guy. And he was like, you know, how come Steph doesn't get the love? How come Steph doesn't get talked about? You know, with LeBron, I mean, you know, he's looking at going and getting his fourth ring. Um, just all the things he does. Well, I'm I'm gonna save this for after the break, and I'll be damned if I didn't open up some of my sports stuff this morning. And yet another article, this one by Bill Ryder, Steph, or I keep calling him Steph. The article says uh, Stephon Curry leading the Warriors to another NBA title would steer up a new round of GOAT debates. Who's the greatest? We'll get into that later. We'll also talk um, a little bit of baseball, Minnesota Twins. And, well, like I said, we'll probably cut the show, cut the show after that. Um, we are working on some guests for the next couple weeks, uh, hitting up Jeff Fox. We're trying to get that rescheduled. The Don of Miami sports. I really want to get his opinion on the Miami Heat, upcoming Miami Dolphins season, maybe a little Miami Hurricane talk as well. Um, we have a few other people that we're talking with and, and getting scheduled here for the next few weeks 
as well. So with that, let's take a break here. This is the Sports Done Right Podcast. I am Vince Wright, the Sports Governor. The show is brought to you by Cultivated CBD, the best CBD products out there. If you want stuff that works to help you with that anxiety, sleep relief, pain relief, cultivatedcbd.com, hit them up. Or um, reach out to me, DM me on Twitter. I'll give you my uh, code so you can get some money off of that order. And also our friends over at 7th Avenue Pizza, folks, the best frozen pizza in Minnesota. Uh, They have really, I mean, that sauce is phenomenal. The ingredients, that sausage, um, my own. (laughs) Boy, good stuff there as well. So I am Vince Wright, Sports Governor. We'll be right back after this break.
Here it is, a groove slightly transformed Just a bit of a break from the norm Just a little something to break the monotony Of all that hardcore dance that has gotten to be a little bit out of control It's cool to dance, but what about a groove that soothes and moves romance? Give me a soft, subtle mix And if it ain't broke, then don't try to fix it And think of the summers of the past Adjust the bass and let the alpine blast Pop in my CD and let me run around And put your car on cruise and lay back Cause it's summertime Checking out the fellas to tell them who's best Riding around in your Jeep or your Benzos Or in your Nissan sitting on Lorenzo's Back in Philly we be out in the park A place called the Plateau is where everybody go Guys out hunting and girls doing likewise Honking at the honey in front of you with the light eyes She turn around to see what you beeping at It's like the summer's a natural aphrodisiac And with a pen and pad I compose this rhyme To hip you and to get you equipped for the summertime Definition of summer madness. Votes are in, and it's official. He's Minnesota's number one sports color commentator. The people got it right. 
And now it's time for you to get your sports done right. With the governor of Sports Talk, the Honorable Vince Wright. Now, let's get back to the show. All right, folks, we are back to Sports Done Right Podcast, and we are talking NBA Finals. Uh, We are talking all kinds of sports, and today we have a very interesting story that has been published, CBA Sports, as I was alluding to, that is basically saying, look, if Steph Curry gets another ring, can he be mentioned in the GOAT debate? Now, before you start going at it, and you know, this article really gives you the the evidence, the uh the some some fact, you know, about Stephen Curry. Because, you know, it's always LeBron and Jordan, LeBron and Jordan. I, and you know, I th- I think that's because LeBron is was such a force of nature coming out of high school, developed into the you know, this physical specimen that could play guard forward you know a few different positions and and no disrespect to to lebron james by any means so the thing about curry let's see here and i'm just bear with me here the one man crew going through the article again very quickly here so Let's talk about this. Already the collective media and fan awakening to Steph's growing legacy has spurred conversations about whether he can pass LeBron standing as on the list of all-time greats and for understandable reasons. That is, after all, the barometer of how we measure greatness today. And while LeBron toils with the Lakers organization, you know, everything that's going there, you know, this article mentions Steph, if he wins this ring, could very well be going into next year as the favorite to win ring number five. So the Steph could be better than LeBron conversation isn't insane, as it says in the article here. Steph is the greatest shooter in the history of the sport. So great, in fact, he changed the NBA and shifted the course of its history as much as Will Chamberlain, Bird, Magic, Jordan, and so on. The game's focus on three-point shooting and positionless play is rooted first and foremost in Curry. He defined and changed an era. All-time greatness is an understand or is an interesting concoction of competing interest, individual accomplishments, but also team successes. Steph has a claim in all these categories. So let's go through, as this article states here, uh, Steph's resume. His individual resume is astounding. Two MVPs. One of those is a unanimous MVP. The most three-point shots ever made. Career shooting percentages of 47.3% from the field, 42.8% from three-point line, and a 90% clip from the stripe. One of only 11 players to claim a 50-40-90 season and so on. The team success Curry has spawned is also beyond dispute. There are three rings and counting, but also a run of six NBA final appearances in eight seasons. Kobe Bryant never did that nor Tim Duncan. LeBron did get to eight in a row, but he, was, he wasn't able to do it with the same team. Only Steph, in this century, was able to stay and still thrive at this level. He's also, as noted, turned other players into Hall of Fame candidates. Jordan did that, most likely, but it's hard to say the same for LeBron. 
That too matters because even if it's harder to measure or prove. And as the best shooter ever and the guy who didn't bounce from team to team, his narrative game is on point. This is the guy Durant had to join rather than the other way around. And yet Curry, the then reigning MVP, welcomed Durant to the team by subjugating his own shine and shots and accolades and credit that accompanied it. Everyone says the team and winning comes first. Curry practiced that by diminishing himself to do so. No all-time great has ever done that in his prime. That too is easy to look past but worthy of consideration in any GOAT debate. That is a big reason Curry is the superior player, historically speaking, to Durant. Durant needed Curry to win titles. Curry is about to prove he most decidedly did not need Durant. That plus the statistical reality of Steph's import over uh, Durant when the floor or when on the floor in Golden State has often outlined excellently by NBA writer um, Tom Herbestraw elevates Curry over. I have a little bit of a problem with that in terms of you know because. Durant came in there, you know, and, 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 you know, they got two together. And Kevin was a, a huge part of that. You know, everybody remembers the the knockdown three over LeBron um, in, in one of those uh, playoffs and all that stuff. LeBron, Le, or real quick, uh, Durant made a mistake by leaving Golden State. I, I think that's kind of apparent now. Um, you know, well, we can get into the ifs and buts of everything that was happening in Brooklyn, but I think it was a mistake that he left, you know, straight from the get go. And, you know, Steph has just stepped up, did what he always does. And like this article says, I mean, he is just, you know, Dre's turning Traymond Green, uh, Clay Thompson in the ballers. Wiggins all of a sudden has found his niche and he's stepping up and had his first uh, All-NBA, or excuse me, uh, he was an All-Star this year, starting All-Star. Wiggins in Minnesota couldn't be the man. And that's fine. Not everybody is built to be the leader, the man, the voice of a franchise. He couldn't do it here. He found a spot out there in Golden State fit in beautifully and this year they, they're putting it all together so a very interesting story check it out cbs sports uh stefan curry leading the warriors to another nba title would steer up a new round of goat debates yeah it definitely would it definitely would so there's another team though however in the mix that's like hold up wait a minute we're the Boston Celtics. We're going for ring number 18. We're going for banner number 18. And do not count out the scrappy Boston Celtics. The, the Celtics, kind of like the city itself, scrappy, blue collar, just finds a way to win. And, man, with players like Jalen Brown, uh, fantastic series he had uh, against Miami. Man, why not? Why not the Celtics? You know, you got Jalen Brown. Look for, and here's what I want to see. Al, Al Horford, you know, been in the league forever, getting his shot at a, at a ring finally. 
Um, averaging 11.9. Time for some of the role players, the bench players to come in and, and just kind of hit their spots. You know, another player, Marcus Smart. Man, I'm, I'm very excited for him. Jason Tatum goes without saying, you know, the main cog in the Celtics machine. I love Jason Tatum, man. He is just a phenomenal baller. And, you know, I mean, what else can you say? So, in terms of this series, you know, Boston's going to have to play that rugged defense. And can you can you stop Steph and Clay? Maybe not stop. You can you cannot stop them. You can only hope to contain them. But we've seen the Golden State Warriors have some off night shooting. We've seen Steph Curry, despite all the stuff we just read from that article about him having off night shooting. And I think if Boston finds a way to get a game out in San Francisco, the Bay Area. It's all on. You know, they come out of their 0-2. You know, eh. You know, initially I said I was picking the Warriors four games to two. I can see this going a full seven. But I think Golden State, in the end, does find a way to get it done over the Boston Celtics. And, you know... Boston, a team with yet another great future. Um, Ime Duka, the coach out there. And it's funny because a city that's had such racial history and, and, and racial problems, I mean, it, he could be the third black NBA, the third coach of the black coach of the Celtics to win a title and join Doc Rivers and KC Jones. That would be phenomenal. He is a phenomenal coach. Uh, you know, part of, um, you know, the San Antonio tree down there with Popovich and, you know, he's a, he's a great dude. You know, he will, he has played against some of these players ironically, but Aduka is a phenomenal coach and they did a great job up there in Boston when they moved, um, Brad over into the uh, front office, brought in him to coach this team, man. And, you know, a little bit of a rocky start, maybe. But uh, the coach of Nigerian descent has definitely got this Boston Celtics team playing ball. And the spread in the opening game, Golden State's a three-and-a-half point favorite. The over-under is 211-and-a-half. Money line is minus 170 on Golden State. Plus 135 if you take Boston just to win outright. Um, we'll be covering this series as it goes. I'm going to tell you, man, it is, uh, <laughs> this is going to be fun. This is going to be fun. So I cannot wait. Boston, Golden State, let's get going. Let's see what happens. And, well, time for the NBA Finals, my man. All right. Let's roll over here. And we are going to talk. Minnesota Twins lost a day-night doubleheader. Royce Lewis out, uh, crashing into the center field fence. He's on the 10-day IL. Twins fans, we were so excited to see him be brought back after his initial stint in the majors. He goes back across the river to St. Paul, the AAA affiliate. Twins bring him back. Suffers a, what is it, a right knee bone bruise that put him on that 10-day 
DL as he smacked into the wall, um, doing his best Byron Buxton impersonation. And the Twins, um, well, they're like I said, they're hanging tough. You know, baseball is such a long season, but hey, as of right now, man, as of right now, Minnesota Twins are five games ahead of the White Sox. Twins are 30 and 21. White Sox are 23-24. Uh, six games ahead of Cleveland. And then Detroit and Kansas City, 10 and 12 and a half back respectfully. Minnesota Twins are, well, winning records on the road, 13 and 10, 17 and 11 at home. Again, with the Twins and a playoff push, it's just going to boil down to probably pitching. And we will see um, where that lands them. Uh, Correa also on the 10-day disabled list. So right now, a couple of their big bats are hurting. But Twins, you just keep going. Um, Again, last night they lost a day-night doubleheader to Detroit. And tonight, the Twins are also, well, they're actually in Detroit through Thursday. Then they are on the road up in Toronto. And with Canada and the vaccine issue, there are some Twins players that will not be making that trip. So, you know, we haven't really talked kind of COVID and, and, and vaccines and all this stuff. You know, hopefully we're all getting past this stuff. But, man, it's still out there and it's still impacting sports. And this is one of the things. So um, we will find out some of these twins players that are not vaccinated because they will not be allowed to on the trip. They can't get into the country. So um, they will be staying put. Uh, other than that, Houston Astros really um, doing big things again, laying claims, getting back to the world series. They're 32 and 18 out in the AL West, five games ahead of the Los Angeles angels, seven ahead of their state counterparts, the Texas Rangers, um, New York Yankees, well, can the Yankees, are they back? They're five and a half clear. Toronto, they're 34 and 15. Toronto is 28 and 20. Uh, six games back are the Tampa Bay Rays, and the Red Sox are 11 and a half back and kind of a down year for the Red Sox. Out in the National League, the Dodgers are off and running again in the uh, National League West. They're three games over San Diego. Five and a half over San Fran, Arizona, Colorado bringing up the rear there. Milwaukee, as uh, the natives say, Milwaukee, man, they're three games clear. St. Louis, nine already over Pittsburgh, 11 over my Cubs. My Cubs, uh, it is uh, already a pitiful year. And that organization is really going to have to go back to the drawing board here and, uh, you know, figure it out. New York Mets. 34 and 17 in the National League East. The Mets are 10 and a half games clear of the defending World Series champions Atlanta Braves. Atlanta off to a slow start, 23 27. 12 and a half clear of both Philadelphia and Miami and the Washington Nationals, 16 games back. There is your round robin of baseball standings here on the Sports Done Right podcast as well. All right. Next week, we're going to talk a little bit more NBA offseason. Like I said, we're working on getting Jeff Fox here because I am very interested in learning more about Miami and what they're going to be doing. Jimmy Butler, is he getting frustrated? No, he came up short again down there. I don't know. We'll talk to Jeff Fox about it. 
we are working on some other guests here as well. So keep it tuned here to the Sports Done Right podcast, folks. And I can't wait. Another Rib Fest is being planned. We're going to have two or three Rib Fest parties this summer um, while we're here. And again, folks, make sure you check out Cultivated CBD. 7th Avenue Pizza, and if you're looking for the show, check us out on the Pigskin Podcast Network, my friends. All right, and with that being said, I want to get to DraftKings. That's right, DraftKings is our network sponsor, and the NBA playoff action, nonstop, baby, nonstop at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, new customers can bet just $5 on any team to win and get $150 in free bets if they do. Looking to turn a small bet into a big payday during the NBA playoffs? DraftKings Same Game Parlays, you can do just that. Create your own parlay by combining multiple bets, which is um, which team will win, total threes made, total rebounds, things like that. Boom, you have a shot. And an even bigger payout. Right now, all customers can place the same game parlay with three or more legs and get a free bet back up to $25 if one of those bets doesn't hit. So, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TPPN. Bet $5 on any NBA team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. That's promo code TPPN only on DraftKings Sportsbook. All right, my friends. We are out of here. Thank you for listening to Sports Done Right. And again, be safe out there. Uh, Hopefully it's going to warm up here too. I mean, Minnesota weather, it's still, you know, nice days, but still a little coolish. A couple warm days here and there. But come on, Minnesota weather. Help a brother out. I am Vince Red Sports Governor. This is the Sports Done Right Podcast. And again, we are brought to you by Cultivated CBD and 7th Avenue Pizza. You can find us on the Pigskin Podcast Network. And until next week, my friends, I'm out of here. Stay cool, be safe, and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to Sports Done Right with your host, the Governor of Minnesota Sports Talk, the Honorable Vince Wright. Check out Sports Done Right every Tuesday night. And when it's over, stay up on all of the breaking sports news and commentary by joining the Sports Done Right Facebook group. Let your voice be heard and join the conversation right now. You finally got it right with Sports Done Right.